Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chakras and Cuss Words, and happy, happy Monday. (laughs) So today we're actually going to talk about the chakra system. This is probably going to be a eight episode series, maybe even nine. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll do a conclusion of it. Um, So this is going to be a breakdown of the chakras. What is a chakra? What does a chakra mean? How do we utilize our chakras? And how do we balance our chakras? So when you first think about the chakras, we really have to, really have to actually give the props to where the chakras came from. So what most people know is that the chakras um, originated most likely from India and is a practice that is related in the um, Hindu culture. Mostly ancient ancestors picked up this practice and philosophy of there being energy sources within the body. So when we think of the chakras, there are seven. Seven main chakras are the ones that we are going to concentrate on. Some people say there are uh, external smaller chakras that are in the hands, maybe the um, palms of the hands and within the atmosphere. But we are going to concentrate on the seven main chakras. So these chakras are considered your core energy, your um, core light, your core source of I guess you could say vibration. If when you think of energy, think of light, think of color, think of warmth. So they literally go down your spine. And this is a philosophy. So you can't get like a chakra transplant. If they were to do an autopsy, they can't uh, <laughs> see your chakras. But it is an energy source that is correlated to the organs, the nervous system, and basically each chakra has a system that it resembles or it resonates with or it brings energy to or it um, has no energy to. So think of your spine, think of yourself sitting in the yoga, the traditional yoga or meditation position where you have your legs crossed. Um, Most of the chakra pictures are like that when you think about it. You can see that the seven start with 
the root chakra as number one, which is your base, almost like your tailbone right at the bottom. And then you have your um, sacral chakra, your solar plex chakra, your heart chakra, your throat chakra, and your third eye and your crown chakra. So that is your chakra system, all seven in the center of you, right down your spine. So let's really think, what is a chakra? So you have these energy sources that are in the center of you that help you uh, establish communication, address body issues, um, help you feel love, help you give love, help you communicate, help you be intuitive or, um, or see your possibilities. So what I also want to let you know is that many people believe that these chakras are rotating lights, like spinning lights in a certain direction. And there's all types of releasing and healing. So when people say they're balancing their chakras, what they're meaning is the chakra system is either um, too full or it's depleted. So there's some people who, uh, let's say, if you are thinking of somebody who is um, maybe egocentric or has a very, very big ego or is going around and thinking that they are um, the best thing that walked on this earth, their chakra would probably be their um, crown chakra or their third eye chakra is really overfilled. It's overfilled so much that that energy is just manifesting and just um, giving out this source of energy that is too much. It's just way too much. Everybody's like, whoa, you know, this person's a real, you know, I don't want to say what, but a real asshole. So when you think about that, that means that their other chakras are most likely depleted or not necessarily um, at its balanced potential because all this person's energy is going straight to their um, third eye or their crown chakra. So think of the chakra system when they say you need to balance your chakras or balancing your chakras can bring you so much more clarity. It can give you more uh, abilities for manifestation. It will bring you a true calm, calm, calmness and um, happiness because your chakras are more evenly balanced. Kind of think of it as maybe a cup, a light bulb, or something like that. Something where you can see if the cup is overfilling, the water is flowing out. If the cup is too low, you can't really drink. So you want to have your chakras at a medium level. Will you ever have all seven chakras fully balanced and fully um, in the right direction? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. So, of course, many of us will have some chakras that are our strong points 
while others are our um, not so strong points. So for instance, I'll use myself as an example. One might say my throat chakra is um, overfilled. It is very um, balanced. It is at the point where it's doing fine. But others might say that while my throat chakra is receiving all this energy, my sacral chakra, which is the, the, uh, one of the ruder chakras, one of the core chakras of my being is actually depleted because I have insecurities and I have, um, feelings about body image and I have, um, self-esteem issues. So for that, I would need to balance my chakra system and really heal my sacral chakra. So when we talk about how the chakras relate to the organ system, it's very cool actually. Um, and while the Indian and Hindu culture does and philosophers and mentors and healers use the chakra system, it wasn't really um, that Americanized until the yogi revolution came and uh, started talking about them and using them in the um, yoga practice and the tantra um, philosophers and um, healers really started to look into it and started to kind of see like, oh, this is cool, you know, because a lot of um, psychology like Sigmund and Freud talked about id, um, the super ego, the ego, but nobody actually based it into a philosophy of it resembling almost anatomy where it is within the body, where it's within the person, where it affects certain um systems of the body. So I think the yogis and the Reiki masters definitely pick up off of the chakra system. So many believe that you can um, see when a chakra is unbalanced or if you are into Reiki, um, you can, or if you are considered a healer, <clears throat> most of them use the chakra system because they can um, feel the energy or use a pinnacle. And if the chakra is blocked, it won't move in a certain direction or it, um, instead of going circular, maybe it will go um, back and forward. There's a lot of philosophies on that and honesty. And in all honesty, I feel people, the person where the chakras are within, are usually the ones who can sense which ones are blocked. Most people don't want to actually study their chakra system or it doesn't necessarily relate to them to everyday lives. So then they go to Reiki, they go to, um, they go to maybe their yoga class and they hear that somebody's talking about the chakra system and they're saying, huh, I can kind of relate to this. I could kind of resemble what this means. Um, you know, maybe my heart chakra is uh, unbalanced or maybe it's unblocked. Let me further look this up. So when you think about these energy sources, I want you to think of almost like portals or doors 
or circular beings that are moving with these beams of light and moving of these um, energy where it's lit. So of course, each chakra has its own meaning. Each chakra has its own um, balancing. So almost think of doors too, if you can't really um, take in the concept of the water cup. Think of a door that's closed. So somebody who maybe isn't um, very intimate with their partner or has a lot of trauma um, or body image is their door for their sacral chakra might be closed. It might not be receiving the energy that um, it needs. And a lot of that will have to do with its unconsciousness, um, the ability of what they've been the ability to feel secure in whatever it is that they need to feel secure with. So now their sacral chakra is kind of um, unbalanced or it's not releasing the energy that needs to release. And maybe then it starts to affect their relationship. So imagine, I think I might also do a YouTube presentation on this um, so I can use some photos for people who like the visual. Um, I'll tell you right now, doing a YouTube channel takes a lot of time and I applaud everybody who does one. Um, I'm just trying to throw my dogs in the other room as they're fighting in the background. I hope you don't hear them too much because uh, it seems like lately recording with them has been a challenge. So we're going to work our way up and talk about the nervous system and the um, physiological systems that represent the chakras. So we have our first um, chakra, which is our root chakra, and that's down at our base of our spine. Um, and it represents like our coccygeal plexus. And then we're going to move our way up kind of to more like the core right above our, um, right above our pelvic bone, our, um, sacral area. And that is actually our sacral chakra and our sacral plex. And then we're going to move further up more to our abdomen, to the core of our being. And that is our solar plex chakra. And then of course we have our cardiac, our heart chakra, our cardiac plex, and that's our heart chakra. And then as we go to our throat, that is our pharyngeal, pharyngeal plexus, plex, and that is our throat chakra. Then we're going to go to our eyes. And that is our third eye chakra. And then we're going to go to our cerebral cortex, which represents our crown chakra, which is the center of our head, our last chakra. When it comes to healing, many people think from healing, you should start from the root up, start with um, one two and three and really get into those, um, really get into balancing those chakras because those are actually the chakras where people have the most unbalanced, they are the most unbalanced with their third, I mean with their um, one, 
two, and three. Their root chakra, their sacral chakra, and their solar plex chakra. So as you see the chakras as these energy sources, these elements, these um, these massive beams that are circling within you and giving you energy and giving you light, giving you abilities of manifestation, of healing past traumas, of bringing you all the good stuff. We have to realize that a lot of this also resembles the elements of the universe and the elements of nature and the elements of the world. So we're going to think of number one, our first chakra, our earth chakra. Our earth is a solid being. It is our mass. It is what represents the matter. It's what represents our foundation. It's what represents the planet. It represents our home, our stability. It represents so much. Um, when you think of the earth, it's the mother ship. It is the mother, uh, the the beautiful mother that has given us life. It is um, right there, our first chakra at our base. So that is our earth chakra would be our first chakra, our root chakra. So if you listened to the guided meditation of the root chakra, you will see that I um, used a tree to resemble it. Because to me, when I think of the planet earth, I think of this huge, massive um, energy and this massive light of life. And um, what will live for hundreds and hundreds of years in the age of um, like dinosaur times, like what has been from the beginning, what has been there from the true extinction, extinct, extinct, oh God, I can't talk, existence of the planet that will stay for such a long time live for generations, live for decades, I think of a tree. A tree has a massive roots. It has the ability to live um, almost um, until, you know, I don't know how long trees live. <laughs> I've never really looked it up. But there's trees who've um, more than 100 years have lived decades and decades of time. So when I did the earth and the root chakra, guided meditation. I wanted you to think of yourself as a tree. Your roots are firm. They aren't going anywhere. So think of the earth, the planet, and this tree wrapping around the planet because that's what the root chakra resembles. That's what it intakes. So that's your first chakra. When you think about your sacral chakra, when you're resembling it towards the elements and not the physiological at atmosphere of the body, but the actual elements of the universe and what it represents. We have water, water, the purest liquid, um, something that all of us need. Like we are filled with water. We are filled with our own fluid. We are uh, a representation of clarity, a representation of, um, a free flow. So when you think of the energy of water, think sexuality, think movement, think, um, you know, it is a flow. It is a beautiful melody 
of a element so clear of water and that is your sacral chakra that is your second chakra so we're talking about how the chakra system represents the elements of um, basically the elements of the world, the elements of the universe, the elements of uh, our being. So now we're going to move up to our solar plex chakra. And this is, <laughs> I will tell you, this is one chakra that um, many people have a hard time balancing or that maybe the door is closed with a chakra. The wheel just is not spinning as it should. And we're going to think of fire. Fire, the warming energy of fire, the heat. What brings us strength? What brings us light? Um, this is our third chakra, which almost re represents our power, our action, our will, like when somebody says, um, I'm procrastinating, I, I, I just can't get shit done. Um, I want to do all these things. Um, maybe it's much more than they're, um, not having a strategy or not being able to get it done, but maybe their solar plex chakra is depleted. Their solar plex chakra is blocked. Their solar plex chakra is unbalanced. So think of it in that way. Our will, our fire, our energy, uh, what keeps us warm. As we move up to our heart chakra, our um, the center of our chest, our beautiful heart, um, you would think that what would re resemble, you know, when we think of heart, what would resemble it? And it is a re representation of breath. It is a representation of air. It is a representation of life. While we are creatures of life, none of us can live without air. We might be able to live without fire. We might be able to live without um, a solid foundation, but we can't live without air. We can't live without the air we take in. So definitely when you think of air in our heart chakra, it represents, you know, the lungs, the way the air flows, it gets oxygenated and fills, um, uh, fills our lungs with blood that um, keeps us alive. So it is, you know, of course, the energy that pumps from our heart and keeps us moving. So it keeps us um, moving. It's associated with love. It's associated with also um, sometimes we associate it with relationships. We will associate it with um, self-love maybe self-esteem. How do we see ourselves? How do we have that clarity that we are um, able to continue to move forward in what it is that we need to continue to do? Um, what it is that we really want, how we think others see us, and maybe how we see others. So when you think of your heart chakra, think of air and uh, life and bringing that clarity to you. And then, of course, <laughs> my favorite chakra, um, and I will tell you, um, my throat chakra was actually at one time something that I would say was very depleted, something that 
was very unbalanced, something that wasn't, um, wasn't healed. Um, I didn't like talking in class as a young child. Uh, I was very embarrassed to read in front of the class. I was often teased because I grew up with a learning disability. Uh, I never felt confident. I still have the learning disability, disabilities, um, and traits. I wouldn't say they're disabilities, they're traits. Uh, they're what makes us us because I'm very strong in creativity. I'm very strong now in, um, getting my message out where others who may not have a learning disability aren't. So my trait at the time of not being able to process words, not being able to fully, to fully articulate what I was trying to say, and it really hindered me almost as an adult because I couldn't fully communicate what I actually wanted and what I actually proposed to do because my throat chakra was unbalanced. My door was closed. My energy wasn't moving because I had all these patterns or teachings that were given to me. So the throat chakra is the sound. It is the, it is the music to our melody. It is the music to our soul. It is our vibrations. It is the energy that brings us clarity with communication. It is the chakra that brings us confidence with speak, speaking, if maybe we're thinking about doing a, um, a, I don't know, something as big as a TEDx speaker and something as, um, humbling as maybe just doing an Instagram live and we don't have that confidence or we don't have that energy to actually, do something that we want, it might be because our throat chakra is unbalanced or it is um, closed or it is completely depleted. So that is our throat chakra, the sound, the sound. I would say singers and opera singers must have a very open (laughs) or overflowing um, throat chakra because they are able to um, bring such beautiful um, words or beautiful melody or beautiful sound and vibrations. Also, I think birds are a resemble, resemble the throat chakra with all their singing and flying. Now we go to our third eye chakra. And when we think about this chakra and which element it represents, it represents our light, our light chakra. It is our insight um, it is known as our intuitive, our intuitive um, chakra. It's also known as the chakra that opens us up to the universe, the chakra that sees. It is our sight, our light, our intuitive um, nature. Some people's third eye is completely open. It is um, balanced. They're able to feel the purity of the light energy through others. They're able to see um, certain things or hear certain things that um, some cannot. They naturally get those intuition. They naturally get those intentions and they see the elements for what they resemble. So this is the light being, this is our sixth chakra. And then, so this 
last chakra, the crown chakra, is almost um, somewhat of an add-on chakra, and it is our consciousness. Not really having an element that resembles the universe as of light, fire, water, and um, foundation and earth, but it has a consciousness, our mind, for we have a center, we have a mind, we have a little um, universe within us for our light center is our brain, our light center, center is our consciousness, our crown chakra. And um, this controls our see here and also how we love and how we act, how we feel. Um, it is kind of our energy source that gives us energy in certain ways. It um, helps us really dictate how we are going to move our next move, how we are going to create our next creation. And it is the consciousness. And sometimes we are unconscious of certain things that maybe have been um, hindering us, but this is what we are aware of. So as, as well, many people, um, when they think of the chakra system, they just think of these energies that are related to their anatomy of their body. And yes, they do all have that. And we will dive into that as we go through the chakra system and um, talk about each individual chakra. But right now, this is just an introduction of the chakras and what they mean and how we use them. Um, I definitely believe that the chakras are very easy for people to relate to because it is a sense that you can see um, it, each chakra's purpose. It kind of makes sense why each chakra has a certain um, block or it has a certain imbalance. And like I said, there's plenty of ways to heal your chakra. There's plenty of ways to feed energy to your chakra. Um, some people do it through guided meditation. Some people do it through breath work. Some people do it through, um, you know, Reiki. Some people do it through um, um, um meditation, manifestation, whatever it is that you need to heal your chakras, you can, but first you have to kind of know what they are, um, how they're unbalanced, what you take from the chakra, what you receive from the elements, what you receive back to others and how it kind of is all an energy source and energy block. So this is going to be a very fun series to do, and I am excited, of course, if you have any questions, if you have any insight that you would like to give, you can always message me um, at chakras.cusswords at yahoo.com. And also, after we finish this chakra series... Um, we are going to do 20 minute guided meditations of each chakra. I know, um, a lot of people like the guided meditations. I've been getting a lot of positive feedback on them right now. I think we need to concentrate 
on the series of what each chakra resembles and then we'll go back to the chakra system of the guided meditations for 20 minutes and then after that we will do meditations that resemble certain things like uh, anxiety uh, manifestation gratitude and uh, sleep topics like that so this series will obviously take about uh, a few episodes and our next episode I believe is talking about because we are currently in season two about um, narcissistic bosses so tune in for that next week that's going to be a fun episode and of course this is season two of chakras and cuss words all about relationships please guys give me a rating and a comment and subscribe it helps my channel get out to more people um, if you are a youtube listener i will tell you i don't have that many videos with visual on youtube but if you like to have youtube on the back of your tv or maybe you listen to youtube um at home uh, I have a YouTube channel, Chakras and Cuss Words. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook, Chakras and Cuss Words. So uh, I also wanted to let you know that season three, <laughs> already planning season three, is solely dedicated to manifestation, which is such a hot topic. So many people have so many questions about manifestation. I would definitely say that I am oh man to really give the the confidence that I am a manifester and um, while we can manifest things that don't benefit us we can also manifest a lot that uh, benefit us and benefit our being benefit our um how we see the world and how we see life. So that's going to be a huge topic. Um, and we're also going to talk about a little bit of shadow work because that's something we have to clear up before we manifest, just like our chakras. We have to have balanced chakras before we manifest to our full potential. So that's why there is a sequence to this podcast. So, of course, give me a little subscribe, a like, and uh, see you guys next week on Narcissistic Bosses. And everybody have a great day. Bye.